Strange Tales. RelicRadio.com presents tales of the strange and bizarre, the weird and the wicked. Stories not necessarily of the supernatural, but of the unnatural. Join us now for Strange Tales, featuring radio drama at its most mysterious and unusual. This week on Strange Tales, we'll hear from The Creaking Door, South African series that aired from the mid-1960s to perhaps 1970. Most of the surviving episodes come from the 1964 to 1965 series, sponsored by State Express Cigarettes. The story we'll hear today is from May 11, 1964. It's titled, Auntie May. of the finest of its kind, we bring you the tops in Spine Chillers. The Creaking Door. The manufacturers of State Express 3-5 Silter King cigarettes take pleasure in presenting... Perfected after years of constant research by our master blenders. And the recent development of an entirely new process 
which gives you an even smoother 3-5 smoke. We promise you, it's the smoothest cigarette you can get. Move in world class. Get the taste of new smooth State Express 3-5 today. I'd be here. Last night was a dream, a nightmare. You, you, you came into my mind. And now... Please, leave me alone. Three nights you've been standing there grinning at me with ashen white face, those large eyes, hot coals of fire, as though you were going to burn right through to my very soul. You must pay for your crime. It wasn't a crime. It's true what you keep telling me. No. Let me remind you. Oliver, it's getting late. I must go back. Sally, I... Oliver, uh, please, Oliver, behave yourself. Oh, you know how I feel about you, Sally. Stop it. Made for each other. No, uh, no, yes. no. here. Uh, My room's next door. I, 
I rushed as soon as I heard you shout. No one left by your bedroom door. The windows bolted and barred. You, you must have been dreaming. But Auntie May, you saw for yourself. I, I haven't been to sleep. This, this man you say that visits you in the middle of the night. What does he look like? He's tall, with a long, thin face. His skin's drawn tight. His face is almost like a skull. His eyes are like two pieces of black coal set against a yellow flame. When he points his finger at you, it's as though a piece of white steel. Oh, really, Oliver? White steel, indeed. Now you try and get some sleep. Please, please, please don't leave me. Please, Auntie May. I promise not to leave you until you're fast asleep. Uh, but, but supposing he... Now do what your Auntie May says. Yes. Yes, you're the, you're the only one that can help me. Now, that's right. Now just relax. 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 Yes, you're so good to me. I, I don't know what I'd do without you. You you don't think it's true what he said? I I didn't kill Sally. Hush. You see. Of course you didn't. <laughs> Very idea. She's gone away. told me you'd gone away. I thought... Oh, Sally, why, why did you go away without saying goodbye? I was only going for a week. Besides, you were very naughty that day on the cliff. When you ran away from me, I I didn't know where to find you. Oh, Sally, it's good to see you. He, he said that I... that I... He thought you were dead. He... dead? Oliver, what on earth are you talking about? This man, he came here. Oh, I've been so worried. Oh, Oliver, darling, he... That's why you're looking so hollow-eyed and so pale and drawn. Oh, yes, because I... I thought I'd lost you forever. Somehow, I felt that you were calling to me. That you needed me. I do, Sally. You'll never know what this visit means to me. It won't be the last. I know I acted a little foolishly running away from you, but we'd only known each other just over a week. Just one little kiss, that's all I want. Uh, here. Bitter? Peter. Oh, Sally, you worked a miracle. I don't know who he was or, or what he was. Whether it was in my imagination or... Well, who cares? You've banished him forever. Sleep well, Oliver. How can a corpse love? Where will it draw its warmth? 
You won't be able to love once you pay your debt. You've got it all wrong. You're a liar. Sally's not dead. She's alive. I spoke to her today. She she kissed me. She loves me. Loves you? Yes, loves me. I don't know why I listened to you in the first place. Who are you? Are you real? Are you flesh and blood? Why do you want to torment me? What have, what have I ever done to you? Do you want to know whether I'm flesh and huh? blood? Who I am? What I am? You'll know soon enough. And when you do, it will be your last piece of knowledge on Earth. Take my hand. No, no. Go on, clasp it. I thought you said you weren't afraid anymore. No, I'm not. I'm not afraid, but... But your hand is... looks so... so cold and damp. All right. I'll clasp your hand. Perhaps I'll find you're not real. Just when I've learned that Sally loves me? I'm not death. I'm death agent. And this is my last visit. But, but why, why, why must I die? Because of what you did to Sally. But she's alive. She, she's alive, I tell you. Look, I'll, I'll call someone. We'll, we'll, we'll get Sally over here. Now, at three o'clock in the morning. Yes, yes, she won't mind. She'll, she'll do anything for me. She, she loves me. She, she said so. Where are you going? I'll, I'll call Auntie May. <laughs> it's what? locked. You always lock your door at night, remember? You, you came into my room through, through a locked door. Through a locked door, through the thick walls, through the shuttered windows. Does it matter? You'll see. I'll prove to you that Sally's still alive. Come away from that door. Uh, no, I, I, I'm going to prove to you. Uh, uh, let me alone. This uh, is my uh, last visit. Uh, you uh, must be prepared uh, to... Yeah, you're strangling me. <laughs> Auntie May... Auntie May! It's no good calling for your Auntie May. Yes, it is. Take your hands away from his throat. Uh, uh, Auntie May. Oh, th thank heaven you're here. There, there, Oliver. He won't touch you as long as I'm here. Now, go back into bed. I'll deal with this, this thing, whatever it is. You'd better take care. So would you, frightening this poor man out of his wits. Get back into bed, Oliver. You'll catch your death of cold. <laughs> death of cold. You'll be laughing on the other side of your face by the time I've done with you. Coming here, disturbing people in the middle of the night. What's your game? What are you really after? Him. He's forfeited the right to live. He's my nephew. He's only 28 years of age. A decent, hard-working man. At least he was until you came and tried to destroy him. Why? I've already told you why. The girl, Sally. But she's alive. I keep telling you. She, you know she's alive, don't you, Auntie May? Of course. I spoke to Sally after she visited you this morning. You're lying. You're lying to save your nephew. She's dead, I tell you. Dead because of his brutal luck. How dare you? Oliver, you stay here. I'm going to get the police. <laughs> the police. What are the forces of the police against us? Could they go through that locked door, that bolted and barred window? We'll about that. No, 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 don't, 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 don't leave me. If you go, he'll... Oh, well, perhaps you're right. Look out at the window. See that golden glow on the horizon. Soon it will be dawn. And if this thing is really from another world, he will have to go before the sun appears. What's the good of that? He'll come back again. 
Had you not come in when you did, I'd have been... You would have paid the penalty for your sins. Then we'll all sit here until the dawn. taste of new smooth State Express 3.5 today. We promise you, it's the smoothest cigarette you can get. It's a blend that has been perfected after years of constant research by our master blenders and the recent development of an entirely new process which gives you an even smoother 3.5 smoke. We promise you, it's the smoothest cigarette you can get. Move in world class. Get the taste of new smooth State Express 3.5s today. Please don't do that, Auntie May. He, he's... Yes, he's gone. Oh, thank goodness you're all right. I'm ashamed to say I dozed off, and when I opened my eyes, he wasn't here anymore. Heavens, I have a lot to do. Why don't you get up and take a walk in the sun? Yes. Yes, I think I will. Now that I... Now that Sally's all right. That's a good boy. But what, what about... Don't you worry about him. Now, as soon as you've had your morning tea, go out and get some fresh air. Yes, I, I will, Auntie May. Good, and I'll see you later. Uh, Auntie May, the door's locked. Huh? I'll unlock it. Oh, uh, Auntie May! Auntie, Auntie May, where are you? How, how did you get out? How did you get out of this door? Gracious me, now look at you. Oh, here, let me help you get into bed. How, how did you get in here? The, the door was locked. I, 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 I thought it was oh, locked. Oh, dear, into bed you go. That's it. Oh, now look at the state this pillow's in. There. Now don't you move. But I was going out in the sun. Later. Oh, you look so pale. I'm going to get Dr. Ratcliffe to look at you. Now, please, Mr. Carson, just stay where you are. All right. Hmm. <laughs> you know where she's gone, don't you? She's gone to get Dr. Ratcliffe. That's what she says. But you and I know who's coming to see you. And you and I know why. Oh, hey. Stop 
Torturing me? Torturing? Torturing you? Don't you deserve to be tortured? No. You haven't got your Auntie May with you now, have you? But, but they said... They said you wouldn't... You wouldn't come here when it's light. Who says I'm here, as you call it? Huh? Can you see me? What? Look around you. Yeah. I'm not anywhere. Oh. I'm not anywhere, am I? And yet I am. You know where I am. In your mind. In your mind. keep him under for a few hours. I think we've reached the crisis we've been waiting for. Poor Chappie. Uh, he looks so lost and helpless. Uh, true. But I think that if our treatment is successful, he's going to have an interesting story to tell. having rather a bad time the last few days. How are you feeling now? Uh, Auntie May, she... Her cousins, for your own sake, we have to bring you down to reality. When you first came to the sanatorium, you were under heavy sedation. Then we reduced the amounts because we can never hope to cure any form of mental sickness unless we get at the cause. And you know what the cause of yours is, don't you? No. No, I'm not sick. I... I... Oh, what, my Auntie May? Now, listen to me, Carson. We're either going to put you on the path of recovery in the next few days, or you'll go into a home for the incurably insane. Uh, Which is it to be? Uh, she was here. She stopped him from torturing. Your Auntie May died when you were six years old. From that time on, she's been the only image you've ever had of warmth and comfort and security. But all your life, you've been living in a dream world, running away from people, inventing fantasies when you were alone in your own little room. But this last business, it was then that your brain snapped. You've got to get rid of your sense of guilt. It, it, it isn't true. She'll, she'll come back. Auntie May... You were charged with criminally assaulting this girl, Sally. No, no, I... And throwing her I unconscious body I, from I the didn't. top of Beacon Hill. I didn't. She's alive, I tell you. She's alive. She loved me. I, I, she loved me. She, she came to see me. She couldn't have done. Because she's dead. Oh. Did you throw her deliberately or was it an accident? It was an accident. I just wanted to tell her I loved her. She slipped. Well done. She slipped. But she's dead. You were charged with her murder and you were found not guilty. Yes. Yes, they said I didn't do it. But But he tortures me. He put his hands on my wrist. They were ice cold like this. Or handcuffs. Yes. My compliment to Detective Sergeant Hinchcliffe, nurse. 
Tell him I'd be grateful if he'd come to the sanatorium. I need his help. Yes, Doctor. Carson's four nights ago, we gave you EST treatment. You've been having a bad time, but I think we're going to put you right. Now, you were charged and you were found not guilty. I told the truth in court. He, he doesn't believe me. Yeah, we're going over the evidence of that day, of how you laughed and made love, and she ran out and her foot slipped and... So it was an accident. And so you don't need any Auntie Mays to protect you. No one is punishing you except yourself. Ah, ah, keep him away! Keep him away! Oh, come on ah. in, Sergeant. Ah. Sergeant? Sergeant Hinchcliffe, you spent many hours interrogating Mr. Carson. Yes, I did, sir. You accused him of killing that girl. Yes, but it's all over now. The court found him innocent. Y you think that I'm innocent? Of course I do, Mr. Carsons. Now that the court has found you innocent, well, I accept that. Is he the apparition that's been visiting you? Uh, yes. But, but I, I don't understand. Sergeant, do you solemnly promise to leave this young man alone from now on? Of course, but I, I don't quite understand uh, how... Come with me, is. Sergeant. Uh, just stay with Mr. Carsons, please, will you, nurse? Yes, it was good of you to come down. Poor chap. Is he any better? I think so. We've managed to bring all his fears and fantasies into the open. When he collapsed in the courtroom after being found not guilty, he kept calling for his Auntie May. I did try to get the address out of him. Well, that's one of the things that triggered him off. She died when he was a child. He's always been something of a neurotic. Fancy his brain snapping just like that. His guilt was too great to bear. Do you think he really killed her? That the verdict was wrong? It's not for me to pass judgment. I don't believe that he deliberately threw her from Beacon Head. On the other hand, I don't believe that she was a willing party to his advances. I believe that this miserable, loveless character frightened the girl with his overtures. That she ran away from him, slipped and plunged to her death. And on the other hand, I believe he lied to the court when he said she was a willing party to their lovemaking. And that lie has festered in his mind ever since. And that's what has caused his brain to snap. But I think he'll be all right now. Keep away from me! Doctor! No! Well, all I want is a little love. Well, Doctor, it seems as though you're wrong. Much more difficult not to crack than they thought. Still, when he starts calling for his Auntie May again, and they give him up as hopeless, we'll make room for him here 
behind the creaking door. taste of new smooth state express three five today we promise you it's the smoothest cigarette you can get it's a blend that has been perfected after years of constant research by our master blenders and the recent development of an entirely new process which gives you an even smoother three five smoke we promise you it's the smoothest cigarette you can get. Move in world class. Get the taste of new smooth State Express 3.5s today. This is your host back again. Just a reminder of our rendezvous next week. Where are we going? Through the creaking door, of course. <laughs> the manufacturers of State Express 3-5 Filter King cigarettes invite you to listen next Saturday at 9 o'clock when they will again present... That's it for this week's Strange Tales. I hope you enjoyed today's show. You can find more from The Creaking Door at relicradio.com. Alongside past episodes of Strange Tales, all the other podcasts, thousands of other old-time radio episodes, all available for free thanks to your support. If you'd like to help out, visit donate.relicradio.com or click on the donate link on the website. Thanks to those who have. Thanks for joining me today. Be back next Sunday with another episode of Relic Radio's Strange Tales. Strange Tales.